Hey, this is Pastor Chris Garcia from Numa Church, and we're so glad that you tuned into our podcast today. I pray that as you listen to today's message, God will speak to your heart in a powerful way. Amen. Are you guys excited for today? I'm super excited. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms and everyone that is here. We celebrate this day because you know what? God is so perfect that even though you might not have children, uh, if you, you're, not, you're, a, you're a woman and don't have children, let me tell you, there's a design that God has placed in your life that is to give life, to nurture, to be the one that just represents God in such a beautiful way. So we celebrate each mom today and and in whatever situation you're facing today, I believe, I've been crying since I woke up. <laughs> I've been crying, I don't know why, I've been so like touched by the Lord um, since in the morning. I woke up early, everybody was sleeping, My every, the kids were sleeping and and I received a, a text message with a picture and, and that just, you know, I just, it touched my heart. And, um, and then I was asking the Lord, Lord, what is it that you want to come and speak to the to to everyone that isn't here today? And I'm blessed to bring the word of God. And I pray that today you leave this place renewed. You understand who you are in God. And I believe that God, today is the day of miracles. Today is the day of freedom. And the Lord has something special for each and one of us. How many of us believe that? Amen. I believe it. Okay, so I just want to go and tell you, we've been in a series. If you're here for the first time, I'm excited that you're here because we've been, we've been ta- ta- talking about who you are and God. And the series that we've been, that we named this, I Am. And I love this series because I believe that it's such a series that is, is, is going to do something beautiful in each and one of us. I believe this series is going to speak into your lives and it's going to bring freedom because how many of you guys know that we need to know more than ever who we are in Jesus? I believe that these are the days that we need to know and be firmed and understand who we are in God because you know what? People are trying to define us. Uh, This generation is trying to define us. Social media is trying to define who we are. Everything around us is trying to tell you, you should be this, you should look like this, you should talk like this, you should be this type of person. And let me tell you, there's one that has already said who you are. And that is God. And he has a purpose with your unique and wonderful designs. Look at the person next to you. That person looks very different from you. That person that is next to you just carries the image of God. And that person is here on earth because God wanted to and because God has a purpose with that person. God did not make us alike. You know, sometimes, thank God I'm not like my husband. I love my husband, but thank God we're not alike. You know what I mean? Because if he was like me, I would already have killed him. You know what I mean? I would never think of divorce, but murder, yes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So let me tell you guys, God has given you something special and unique. And you need to know and be empowered by God and his word to know who you really are in Jesus. And in this series, I don't want you to miss this series. We've been here already two weeks, right? That you spoke. This is the third week. 
And if you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard, I want you to go into your YouTube and go ahead and you'll see the teachings and you'll hear what God says about you. Amen. And today I'm going to speak about something that happens when you know who you are in God. Something that he has prepared for you when you know who you are in Christ. My young people that are here, you guys are beautiful. This is a season and this generation is facing challenges like never before. Let me tell you, when I grew up, I was dealing with situations, but not like this generation is facing. Because there's a loud voice that is trying to tell you who you need to be. They're trying to define who you are. Your friends are trying to mold you. You know what I mean? And who they think that you should be. But if you do not understand who you because who you are in God, and that's why I believe this series is so important for all of us that are here. Because all of us need to know who we are in Christ. And when we find who we are, we walk into a freedom that, has, that God has prepared for you. I don't know, but who, who, I don't know if the parents maybe that are here, how many of you guys know that our children do whatever when they're home? They just open the doors, they, they eat whatever they want, and they eat like crazy. If you have teenagers, well, not teenagers, if you have any children, you know, they eat all day. There's a freedom that is in store for you when you know who you are and when you know that you're a child of God. You know what I mean? That just happens. You just know that you belong. You belong to this family. You know that that's your place. You could go in and out. You don't even knock on doors. Even if the door is closed, you'll go ahead and you open. I don't know if you guys, that happens in your house, but that happens in my house. I have four children. So there's no limits there. You know what I mean? <laughs> but let, today I want to speak to you about walking into freedom. And more than ever, we need to hear this. Because us as believers, and if you're here for the first time, you don't know Jesus, you're going to have a, a moment when we're going to present you Jesus, and you you're going to have the opportunity to receive him as your Lord and Savior. But, you know, there's a freedom that is in store for you, but we need to walk into that freedom. Why do we need to step into that freedom and walk into that freedom? Because there's so many things that are trying to prevent for you not to walk in that freedom. So today and this morning, I want to speak to you about that. I want, you to, I want to tell you in the name of the teaching, if you're writing down, is walking into freedom. And I'm going to speak to you and give you five things that I believe the word of God just it is there for you to know and that you could tap into for you to walk into your freedom. And we're going to go into the life of Elijah. I don't know how many of you guys know about him. He was a prophet, a mighty prophet of God. He did crazy things. That man did some crazy things. He believed the Lord, you know what I mean? And he was just zealous for God. He was that type of person that would be like, I serve God and only him and I'll do anything for him. He was mighty. He was powerful. But like, like you and I, he was human. And all of us here, no matter if you're doing good today, 
maybe tomorrow you will not be doing too well. And there's this nature that we carry that we need to work and ask the Lord to deal with us every day. And Elijah was, was, was mighty in God, but of course he was human. And he dealt, he had highs of highs and lows of lows, like many of us. For me personally, it's been a crazy season since the year almost ended last year. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think since November or, right? Around November, October? <laughs> well, my, okay. Well, for me personally, it's been a little crazy since last year. It's been such an intense season. And I don't know if you're going through a troubles. I don't know if you're going through something, if you're facing a situation. Let me tell you, I understand that there's seasons that is heavy, that you don't know what to do, that you don't understand what God is doing. And let me tell you, it's been a rough season. It's been a rough season. And in my life, I needed to read this word because I'm like, Lord, if you did it with him, you could do it with me. Because that's what the Bible is for. You could see it and prove it that if God did it, he could do it with us. If it happened, it could happen to you and me. It's not only for those times, it's for today and now. His word is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So I pray that today's word and, and, and the life of Elijah could give you just this hope and know that everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be all right. Everything God is going to work, everything, the most craziest scenario, the most crazy situation, God is going to use it for your good. Amen? How many of you guys believe that? I believe it. Thank you, Jesus. So today we're dealing with depression, anxiety. There's a rate of suicide that is happening around us like never before. We've seen pastors, we've heard pastors taking their lives because of the pressure. Children taking their lives because we're dealing with mental illness. We're dealing with a generation that is fragile because we're so stuck into a, a device. We're so stuck in not having relationships that we're creating this world that whenever we face a rough situation, we break because we don't know how to handle pressure. And that's the reality. That's the reality that we're facing today. And we're going to go to 1 Kings 19, 5 to 8, and we're going to read. I don't know if it's there already. Amen. Are you guys there in your Bibles? If not in your device or not, it's there in the screen. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. That's Elijah. After he killed, I don't know how many prophets. Because that, that 400 prophets, 450, he killed. Because they were serving another God. All at once, an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. 
He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then he lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank, strengthened by the, by the food. He traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached uh, her, 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 the mountain of God. There's a moment, and I want you to write down point one, stepping into a needed recovery. For you to walk into freedom, we need to step into recovery first before God does whatever he needs to do with us. How amazing that when the angel encountered Elijah, did not tell him, get up and pray. Did not tell him, read the word. Did not tell him, hey, you're not being believing God. No. He told him, get up and eat. I don't know how many of us have faced trial and tribulation, and we are just going and we continue going and nonstop, nonstop, that we don't recover for whatever we need to be healed from and whatever we need freedom from. And that's why we face we continue facing different situations and we fall into depression, we fall into anxiety, and we fall into all this mental illness because we have not recovered in our physical body to be able to receive miracles from God in our soul, in our body, and our, in, in our external situations. For you to walk into a freedom that God has for you, he wants you to be recovered first in your physical body and in your soul. Me and my husband, we usually take some time away from God, ministry, family, children. We take away some time just to go and encounter God. And you know what we usually do the first day that we get there? Sleep. is sleep. It's like, listen, do not get me up. You know, he is a morning person. So he, he is tossing around in bed and he's like, I got to get up. I can't, I can't deal with this bed. And I go, go ahead. Let me, let me sleep all day. I'm a sleepy head. I love sleep. I don't love it. I like it. I taught my children not to say you love things, love God and people. But let me tell you, there's this physical recovery that we need to step into for God to do miracles and for you to have that breakthrough in your soul for whatever you're dealing with. And people might put you to do things, but let me tell you, relax and stop. Eat. How many of you guys love to eat? I love to eat. Oh, there's, you know, you could see, you could tell. I love food. I don't like sweets, but I love food. 
let me tell you, there's something that happens when you recover physically because you're able to receive what in your soul you need from God to do. But if you forget and you ignore that, there's no recovery and there's a hard, there's a hard scenario for you to go ahead and encounter freedom the way that God wants for you. Here, Miami is a crazy city. We don't stop. I've gone to other places, Georgia, North Carolina, and I feel the time stops. You know what I mean? It's like the days are going and I'm like the time, the, the hours, and I'm like only 11, it's only 12, it's only, you know what I mean? But here, we're on the go. We don't stop. We're working two, three uh, uh, jobs because we, everything has gotten so expensive, right? Life is so expensive right now. But let me tell you, at the pace that we are going, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable, people. We need to go ahead and allow ourselves to be recovered first to get healthy, emotionally and spiritually. Amen? Are you guys receiving this? Yes? Amen. And you see how the angel came and touched him two times. And him he told them, get up and eat. And then Elisha was like, no, I'm too tired. Let me go ahead and go back, to, go back and lay down and sleep. Well, that food and sleep helped them to recover and gain the strength that he needed to go on and to continue. Sometimes we want God to do a miracle. Sometimes we want God to get us out of our situation without being healthy before. And that's why you ask yourself, how, how come I continue falling to, into the same situation, into the same pattern, is that you have not gotten well first in your physical body, in your soul, for you to receive those miracles that God has for you. And that is the first, we're stepping into that today. For you to understand, it's okay to stop. It's okay to turn off your phone. Monday says our day off, we have our phone off, and things can be falling apart, and we don't turn off our phone. Because you know what? If I don't put that limit, not, people would not understand that. Situations are not going to understand, oh, no, it's your day off, I'm going to respect that. No. There's no respect for that. You got to go ahead and think about the things that you need a breakthrough from and make the effort to stop with your life and be like, Lord, I need this to, to, I need you to do something in my life. I need to recover and I need you to do a miracle, but I'm going to position myself to receive that miracle. If not, God is going to do it, but you're going to fall into the same patterns again. Because this is changing habits and changing your mind and knowing that God wants you to be at a place for you to be able to sustain what he has for you. When my son was small, he was four years old. We went to the doctor. He has sprained his, his foot, and for a week he, he, he would limp the whole time, and I was like, 
whoa, that's weird, a week after, you know what I mean? Two weeks after, we went to the doctor again, and he goes, well, take them to the hospital, Miami children, go ahead, they need to do an x-ray, and we went to do an x-ray. And I, you know, he did the whole x-ray, and you know, they don't take long to give you the results, it's fast. But I would see that doctors will go in, people will go into that office, and I'm like, I started getting nervous. I'm like, what is going on? You know what I mean? We came for an x-ray and we're taking forever. At that moment, they call us in, my husband and I, and they tell us, look, he goes, you parents, you guys can sit down. We're here because this is what you see. We, they showed us the x-ray and I see like a dart, like a dart, a shadow right here on the x-ray on, on my son's feet. And I just got scared. And I'm like, I don't want, like a hundred things went through my head. I'm thinking, what is that? And they, they go, your, your son has a rare disease. This disease is only, is really rare for children. But the condition is, I forgot the name, it's like this weird name. The condition is that his bone will start dying. His bone is dying. You see the shadow? That means that he, his bone is going to die. And he will not play sports. He will not do this. He was not going to be able to walk normal. They, it was like a bucket of cold water that they pour on me. And I'm like, that is the most active, active child I have. You know what I mean? That, is the, that goes against his design. That goes against who he is. And I told the doctor, okay, thank you, but we don't receive anything you've said. Because my child is going to play. My child is going to play sports. My child is going to do what God has called them to do. And we got up and he told me, well, we need some treatment. They told me all this scenarios that I was like freaking out. I'm like, inside, I'm like listening. I'm standing in faith, but I'm freaking out. You know what I mean? Because that's normal. Guys, we could freak out. We're in shock. You know what I mean? We're humans. And at that moment, they told us, before we do the surgery, because he's going to need a surgery, they're going to break his bone for that bone to start healing and for the blood to start flowing. Because we need, what is happening is that his blood is not flowing. That's why his bone is dying. You know what is in a four-year-old that his bone is dying? That was crazy. And thank God for that sprained thing that happened because because of that, we've noticed what was happening in him. So at the end, they told us for six months, he's going to need a cast. A cast for six months. He's going to come in, we're going to check, and then we're going to put a cast again. So you see, he chose colors, green, blue, you know, red. Every color he had. He didn't go pink. He, you know, he doesn't like pink. But he had all the choices. But they told him, until we don't see, because he's a child, he's not going to stop. But we need that bone to be in a place of just standing still and not have movement to see if that bone heals. For then to do all these other procedures. 
So he was put in a place of like, you got to stop. We're going to put a, a cast on you. And that leg is going to be like this all the time. And it's not going to move because you need healing and restoration. Well, the same thing. Sometimes we need to put a stop into our lives for us to be able to receive that healing and restoration for God to do a breakthrough in our lives. So let me tell you, thank God, God healed him. Because it wasn't until like the fourth, fifth month that they went again and they're like, it's working. I don't think he's going to need surgery. And I'm like, yes, thank Jesus. He did not need a surgery because the bone started healing by itself. But what happened? They had to force him into a place of stillness, into a place of you got to stop for you to go for him to receive that healing and that recovery. How many of you guys received that today? Amen. So guys, we got to stop a little bit. And we got to recover first to receive what God wants to do in us. Many of you guys are going to say, I like this church. They're telling me to sleep and eat. You know what I mean? They're telling me to sleep and eat. Well, I'm sending you today. And the mom said, amen. But you love sleeping. Today, you got to put a stop. So you can be at a place to receive that breakthrough. We're going to, the Lord says in Psalm 90, 15, teach to us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Do not be rushing your life. I pray that you, you know, learn to live your days here on earth. I want you to go to Kings 9, 1 Kings 19, 9 to 12, and it says, are you guys there? There he went into a cave and spent the night. After he was a little rested, after he felt a little bit stronger, he went into the cave, he spent the night, and the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing, Elijah? And then Elijah was just telling him, oh, I've done all of this for you. I've done this. I killed all these people. Father, I have not forsaken you. I've done all of this for you. That's what Elijah told him in small words. You can read it. And he thinks, of course, he is into depression. People want to kill him. He's afraid of his life. That's why he's hiding. You know what I mean? But the word of the Lord came to him. You know what? With whatever situation you're going through, whatever situation you're going to face, only with God we can go th through it. The recipe for your troubles the recipe for whatever you're facing today is God. It's his word. The only thing that is going to sustain you is God. 
And we see this, how the word of the Lord came to Elijah. And he was able to be, okay, I, I'm hearing you. I'm saying, but he's, he was still having emotions and he was dealing with his fears and his anxiety and his depression. He was still dealing with it. But he started to, he started to hear the voice of God. For your notes of your writing, number two, we need to step into a God, a God encounter. All of us that are here, whenever we're going through situations, whenever we're going through trials, you know, after that physically, physical recovery we need, we need a God encounter. We need to know who he is and we need to go after him. Church that you're here today, Sunday is not enough. Sunday is not enough. We need to go after God every single day. Every single day. And if you're new and you don't know how, we could go ahead and teach you how to do it. You could start by praying and every time you get up, Lord, thank you for this day. And you're like, where do I start from the Bible? Well, go to the welcome lounge. If you need to talk to us about that, how do I look for Jesus? We could teach you how to do it. But let me tell you guys, Sunday is not enough. And God wants you to step into encounters with him. And that's what happened with Elijah. After he was recovered, after he was at a place in a healthy place, he was like, well, Lord, I could start hearing you, even though he was dealing with all his emotions and all the chaos inside, he was able to hear and be like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and look for you. I'm going to go ahead and seek you. So I encourage you today that every day you seek the Lord. Pray. There's nothing like getting in a place. You don't need to talk. Put up some worship music and just let that, you know, be just a place, an atmosphere of you soaking into God and him doing what he needs to do. There's something that happens when you encounter Jesus. There's something that happens when you go after him. And like I said, I pray that from today, you don't look to God only when you're here. <laughs> you know, when the situations and the trials have you like this, but you'll seek for him every single day in every situation. So that's what Elijah did. And like I said, he was still doing his things. He was still dealing with his mess, with his emotional mess. He was still doing that. And all of us are an emotional mess, right? I got to deal with myself every day. I got to ask the Lord for forgiveness. I got to ask my children for forgiveness. I got to ask my husband for forgiveness because we're still human and we got to deal with our nature. But you know what? I'm going to go after God no matter what. Because those situa situations do not define you. Amen? Amen? Amen. The Bible says in Psalms 46, 10, 10, be still and know 
that he is God. Like I said, maybe get, put some music, put some worship, and just be still. And I pray that that whisper of the Holy Spirit can come into your heart and can quiet those voices that are inside of you and put you in a place for you receive what he has for you. Psalms 73, 16 says, when I try to understand all this, it troubles me deeply till I enter the sanctuary of the Lord, of God. I don't know what happens to you when you walk into this place, but I forget about everything. When the worship starts and I start praising the Lord and I start hearing the word, I forget about what's, what's happening. That happens when you enter the presence of God. And that is available for you at every moment, every day. It's not only for Sundays, it's for our, our daily life. When we, we don't know what's happening, but when we enter the sanctuary of the Lord, just peace comes. And we're encountering his presence. We're going to go back to Kings 11, 13, and 14. Like you could see, you can read at your home later in the afternoon or tomorrow in your devotional. And you can go through the story again. But we're st sticking to Kings chapter 19, 13, and 14. When Elijah heard... He pulled his cloth over his face and went out and stood and stood at the mount at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, "What are you doing, Elijah?" He replied, "I've been doing this, I've been doing that for you, Lord. I'm zealous. I, you know, all his things." Why are we reading this verse? Because in this, in this part where it says that he pulled his cloth over his face and he stood up at the mouth of the cave. That symbolizes your identity. If you didn't have your face, we didn't know who you were, right? That identifies who you are. I could see how beautiful you guys are. I could see that you're a boy, you're a girl. I could see if you're happy, if you're sad, when I see your face, right? Face symbolizes identity. And for us to be able to step into freedom, God wants us, number three, to step into a true identity. That's why we're giving this series. That's why we're telling you this is who you are. You're loved. You're redeemed by God. You're accepted. 
even if you don't fit in in the crowd. You're loved by God. You are his child. God is telling you today, do not believe what they say that you are, but believe what I say you are. And when you walk into that identity, and you're stepping into that identity, and know who you are in Christ, we could face many trials. But this is a daily process, guys. Because it's getting louder and louder and louder and louder. If we don't know who we are and we don't remind ourselves, we tend to forget. Situations want to define who we are. But Elijah, when the Lord called him, he called, he covered his face. But he was like, I'm here. You know what I mean? I'm here. Do what you need to do in my life. And that's what the Lord wants you to do today. For you to walk into that freedom. For you to step into your identity as a son or a daughter of God. Young people that are here, listen to me. There's a purpose that God has for you. Your friends do not define you. Your boyfriend or, or girlfriend does not define you. God has amazing plans for your life. Do not believe any lie that the enemy has whispered into your ears. There's a purpose, a great purpose, and now we're going to see it. What the Lord says for this. And we're going to be wrapping up right now. And, the, and we're going to go to Kings 19, 15, 18, and it says, The Lord said to him, Go back the way you came, and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint this guy, anoint that guy, do what I've told you to do. After Elijah was able to be in a place to hear God and know who he was, he went ahead and he recovered a sense of purpose and the Lord gave him an assignment. The Lord told him, go ahead and go anoint all these people, all those things that you see there. And Elisha went and he anointed all these people. And in verse 18, can you go to verse 18, guys? Yet I, I reserved 7,000 in Israel, and the all whose knees have not bowed down to bow, and whose mouth have not kissed him. At that moment, he knew he was not alone. Sometimes we feel that we might be the only ones going through our trials, but we are not alone. God has placed and has given, put people that he has guarded. 
God wants you to step into an assignment that he has for you. There's great purpose for your lives, guys. There's a plan for you. God wants you to go ahead and know who you are in him. And number five, for us to close, he wants you to step into re relational strength. We're not here to do life alone. We're here to do a life in community. There's something that you have that I don't have. That's why this church is a church of groups. We want you to go ahead and, and, and find your place and know that there's a place that God has for you. And we're not here to do life alone. The verse that comes later is the one that Elijah found. Who? Exactly. He found his disciple. He walked with him. And he was able to have the person who would do what he was called to do better than what he did. So today, guys, I believe God wants you to walk into freedom. And God wants you to recover. He wants you to have an encounter with him. He wants you to go ahead and know who you are. And he wants to put you in a community to go ahead and discover the purpose that God has for you. And if you're going through something, I pray that you know that you're not alone. You are not alone. You're going to come out of that place victorious. God is for you. He's not against you. And today is a new day. Today is a new day for many of you guys. And I declare that in Jesus' name. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to ask the Lord, the Holy Spirit, what is he speaking to you today? Father, we want to decide to walk into freedom. 
And whatever is, is coming against that, my God, I pray that today, like we've heard today, that we could step into our freedom. I pray that today, Father, there's hope that rises in each and one of our hearts to know that it's going to be okay. I pray, Father, that we could encounter you, that we could step into our identity in you, Lord, that we could know that we're not alone in this, that you have placed brothers and sisters to help us live, Lord, the life that you have for us. And I pray that purpose rises in our hearts. I pray that purpose for us to know that you have made us, Lord, and that there's a great purpose that you have for us, my God. I pray this for every person that is in this room. And today I pray that all depression leaves, all anxiety leaves their hearts, any sadness, Lord. I pray that whatever mental illness they're dealing with, Lord, I pray that you, my God, take hold of that. And that we could encounter you, Jesus, today. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Thanks again for listening. If you liked what you've heard, subscribe to our channel and share it with others. Now, for more content from NUMA and to connect with us, visit our webpage at numachurchmiami.org. We love you and we hope to connect with you soon.